Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brand new Bangin' Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. I am back, back in the New York groove. I am back from Miami. Miami, Miami Mike has put down his banana hammock and his sunglasses. I am back in the city that never sleeps. Brand new Bangin' Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. While I am breaking down my trip to Miami, the good, the bad, and the weird. Why, at this point, if I have not caught in the monster, I truly fucking believe in Moderna. Play it safe, keep your head on a swivel, and so much more from week two in the NFL. All that and more in a museum-quality I Am Rapport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes? Start this puppy off with something real proper, okay? But most importantly, start this motherfucking I Am Rapport Stereo podcast off with something real loud and real funky. This... This is the I Am Rap Poor Stereo Podcast. Let's fucking go. All right. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. You know the name, you know the game. This is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. Captain Kalitis, hailing from the Caucasus Mountains, a.k.a. Miami Mike. And I am back. I made it back in one piece from Miami. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live from the original Gloom Tomb of New York City, Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, the Iron Dome of Disruption, 
Welcome to the zone of disruption. I hope everybody's feeling good. I hope everybody's feeling uh, feeling strong. I hope everybody's feeling safe, sane, and hanging in the pocket. You got to hang in that fucking pocket. Not like Lamar Jackson. He don't fuck around in that pocket. Maybe you could uh, eat some avocado ice cream and hang in the pocket. Like Tom Brady, because that motherfucker is 2-0. He's 44 years old. And he's doing the damn thing. But we ain't talking football. We're talking disruption. Uh, I really hope everybody's feeling good. As you can tell, my voice is a little fucked up. Uh, I apologize for having to shut down the podcast last week. The first time... I think ever couldn't do it. Um, as you could hear, my voice is just a little strained. I was dealing with it after the last podcast. Went to Miami. Knew I wasn't right. Went to the doctor the next day. Got me hopped up on that good, good. That Balco. That Barry Bonds. That real good. Roger Clemens, that pure, uncut, rough, rugged, and raw, six pills in the first day, steroids. Had to take a motherfucking metal tube down my throat. No, Bruno. Um, I had inflammation in my throat, blah, 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 blah. Gave me the steroids. And to be honest, I don't feel like I'm better. I don't sound better. I didn't feel like myself in uh, Miami for the shows. First of all, shout out to everybody who came to the shows, who listened to the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. I heard you guys screaming dingo. I was definitely, I was definitely struggling with my voice, and it was weird hearing my voice over the microphone in the Miami Improv, and I could hear I could hear it wasn't sounding right. I could hear it coming out of my mouth not sounding right. But we muscled through. I think the shows were really good. Hopefully you, you guys weren't aware of it. It definitely was distracting to me. It's like, you know, you, you, you don't feel like you could throw your punches. You feel like you got to pull your punches and kind of play it safe. That's how I felt all weekend with those five shows, but there were great crowds. So if anybody who listens to the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast was at that show and I heard you guys screaming dingo, appreciate you guys coming. I hope you had a good time. I always like to try to meet and greet as many uh, people as I can, but I had to just really just get in and get the fuck out. I'm heading down to Nashville this week, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Um, to do more shows, hopefully my shit will be, will be back. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, especially because I'm on like day four or five with these fucking steroids. I'm sure I'll be fine one way or another, but uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, getting that throat exam in front of my wife was emasculating. <laughs> um, last time I had to get my throat examined, no Bruno, he did it with a rubber tube. Homie did it with a, a metal pipe. No Bruno. Had me gagging in the motherfucking doctor's office in front of my wife. Had me gagging in front of my wife. With something down my throat. Didn't feel good about that. 
did not feel good about that. Um, wound up getting a COVID test because you got to check everything at this point. Cost me $250. Came up negative. But I definitely got something. I think it's just a cold. I think it's just a, a cold. And I'm sure you guys are probably hanging on the edge of your seat going, oh, oh, this is riveting, riveting material. Hearing about your phlegm. Hearing about your throat and your inflammation. But I'm just sharing with you uh, why I had to cancel the episode the other day. Because it was fucked up. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. And uh, I'm probably going to have to cut this one a little bit shorter than I prefer to. But I'm just straining with this shit. We had a long six and a half hour Flight delay leaving Miami International Airport, which is a fucking shithole. Let me tell you something. If you're ever flying out of Terminal H, Miami International Airport, pack your own food. Bring a peanut butter and jelly. Stop, get yourself a fucking cheeseburger. Do whatever the fuck you need to do. Before entering Terminal H, because God forbid you get delayed at Terminal H in the Delta area of Miami International Airport. We were delayed three fucking hours down there. No food. There was one Starbucks, a Subway, and a Nathan's. Took me 25 minutes to get the worst Nathan's food ever. I was like... It's 2021. This is a big fucking city. It's magic fucking city. You mean to tell me I can't get like, I don't know, a wall burger, some dumb shit in here, a quesadilla, something. And it wasn't like the good Nathans they have, like, you know, regular Nathans. It was like the bummy ass Nathans. Like the shrimp tastes like the French fries. The French fry tastes like the chicken. It was crazy. Crazy being in that airport for that long. But we made it. And... After we landed, you know, my wife feels like she's sick. I said to my wife, I said, let me tell you something, babe. If we make it through this trip to Miami, delayed in the airport for three and a half hours on a plane for an hour, then got back on the plane for a three-hour flight and then had to wait for some rickety-ass baggage terminal in that bum-ass Mayor de Blasio LaGuardia Airport, doing shows for 300-plus people, hanging out at the fucking hotel, hanging out at the beach in Miami, five nights, and we walk out of this motherfucker without COVID, that motherfucking Moderna is guaranteed foolproof. Because we were masking up and everything, but let me tell you something. If I don't have something... Being as cautious slash reckless as we were, because we, we were being cautious, but I was down there working. That fucking derna works. So I'm just praying I don't have nothing. Like I said, I already got one COVID test. I'll probably get another one this week. But my wife is feeling fucked up in the game. I sound fucked up in the game. But unless I got the monster... I will be in Nashville Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Zany's in Nashville and then turn it around for the next week because then we're uh, 
We're going to motherfucking San Diego, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and then I'm coming to L.A. to chill for a week. And blah, 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 blah. I just hope I don't get sick. I'm not even worried about COVID. I was just like, yo, when you, when, when you don't have your voice, as much as I like to shit talk, it's a fucking pain in the ass, man. Can't do anything. You don't want to talk to nobody. I had the shooter calling me, calling me. He's like, you all right? I'm like, motherfucker, I told you on text. I wasn't feeling good. But what, what's up? What is up? Fuck is you FaceTiming me for? I'm in the telly struggling. I just took a motherfucking metal pipe down my throat. No, Bruno. But nonetheless, um, I'm good. In general, I'm fucking good. But it, even when you have just like a little thing where you throat, a little cold, sniffly nose, a little fucking, you know, watery, feeling like your eyes are underwater and all that shit, you're like, yo, health is everything. That's why I say protect yourself at all time. Make executive decisions for yourself, for your family, for your girl, for your guy, for your kids, for whoever. Because all this news, all this... Corona this, Corona that, booster shots this, booster shots that. It's so fucking confusing, man. Right now, the FDA is not approving boosters, but they are approving boosters for 11 to 15-year-olds. And then if you're 65 and over, you get a booster, but they're not approved. I'm like, what the fuck? Man, what the fuck are we talking about here? I mean, get this shit. It's like you're at the baggage claim at LaGuardia. Literally, can't get a fucking straight answer from anybody because they don't know. One thing I do know is that somehow, some way, and I don't know how or why, I've been suspended from responding to your DM. So if you're DMing me and you're a fan of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, well, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, I'll be able to respond. But there's a lot of people... Dingo this, dingo that. Where's the podcast at, Duke? I'm coming to your show, Duke, and I couldn't respond because somehow, some way, I've never even heard of this happening. I got suspended from responding to DMs on Instagram. So hopefully that'll be all cleared up so we could keep communication going because I hated motherfuckers going, where's the podcast at? I couldn't respond. Hate a motherfucker saying they were coming to the show. I couldn't respond. Hate a motherfucker's asking me uh, uh, this, that, and the third, and I could not respond. Uh, but hopefully by the time this comes out, because I think they said they had me on a seven-day, I could answer all the people. What'd you say, babe? My wife's asking me what I do. I, I have no idea what the fuck I did. It's the problem. I don't fucking know. But I do know if you have questions about picks... Who you should start in your fantasy football lineup? Hit us up, me, the Dust Brothers, at the Captain Picks. All right, the Captain Picks. That's where we're answering all who should we start, who you got in this game, blah, 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 at the Captain Picks on Instagram. Because I, I, I told my man Dean, I told the shooter, I was like, yo, I'm sick and tired of listening to these motherfuckers on here. Not you guys. Not the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast fans. Just the general population 
in social media. These motherfuckers, whatever. It doesn't even make a, it. What we, it doesn't even. What makes a difference is that I'm fucking here. I have no fear. Okay. And the zone of disruption is back open. God damn it. Giving shout out to my whole Australian rapper pack. Everybody worldwide. I see what's going on in Australia. Motherfuckers are in the streets on some gangs of New York shit. Motherfuckers are out there thumping on some Benny the Butcher, Daniel Day-Lewis style, not the rapper. They are literally out in the streets, hand-to-hand combat, fighting about mandates, lockdowns, and all that. And I understand. There's no collective motherfucking leadership, but I want everybody out there who listens to the podcast, keep your fucking head on a swivel, make smart, executive, well-thought-out decisions. This shit will pass one way or another. The only way it won't pass is if you wind up fucking dying because of some, some dumb shit or you wind up in jail for beating somebody over the head with your fucking sneaker or something. Also giving a shout-out to everybody. I've seen... Three people, I couldn't respond to you guys, who have joined that no-strip way of life. Welcome. I told you, it ain't sexy. It ain't cute. But I saw three people this past week, two dudes and one girl who listened to the podcast and be like, yo, Mike Rapp, I started fucking with them no-strips. It helps me, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. I had my motherfucking nose strip on, on the plane. I sincerely was trying, considering doing the shows in Miami with the nose strip. But I was like, nobody wants to see that. Motherfuckers are paying their good, hard-earned money. They ain't trying to come see a, a 51-year-old motherfucker on stage at night performing with a nose strip. It, it'll be cute for five minutes. But inevitably, you look dumb. Trust me, I wait till the very last minute to put my nose strip on in front of my wife, and she sleeps with wild shit. She got her hair all wrapped up. She got all kinds of wild shit going on. I mean, everybody does. But the nose strip, you look stupid, but it helps. It helps, so keep doing it. Keep rocking them nose strips. Them shits, they really work. Hold on. I got to bang. See, I was going to scream on this dude upstairs, but I'm going to just bang, let him know I'm back. I can't scream. Hold on. See, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scream. I'm gonna let this This fucking guy doesn't wanna he thinks he's up there. Motherfucker. See he's stressing my wife out. No, you're stressing me out. I can't hear it. I hear that cocksucker. Nah, I hear that motherfucker. He wants me to scream. Cocksucker. You didn't get your carpet yet, did you, bitch? Get that two-inch thick shit. This podcast is starting real fucking it's a good podcast so far. Everybody likes it. Nobody likes the people upstairs. Everybody likes the Gringo Mandingo. It's Team Gringo Mandingo, and the guy upstairs has no fans that are listening to this podcast. But I'm not going to scream. Oh, no. I'm bigger than that. I got to save my fucking voice. Got to save those golden fucking pipes. Got to do it. I am Rappaport Podcast. 
I don't know if anybody watched or cares. I really don't think people care at this point about the Emmys. I really think the only people that care about the Emmys are people that are in show business. The Emmys the other night was a sad, sad, I was embarrassed again. And, and these are people that I respect as, as performers and artists, but like Kate Winslet up there yelling and screaming and carrying the fuck on after she won her award, which I thought the girl from I May Destroy You should have won, although she won for writing. She should have won for everything. Michaela Cohen. And if you haven't watched I May Destroy You on HBO, do yourself a favor. That show is one of the best short-form series I've ever seen. She's a fucking beast. She's excellent. But, but Kate, Kate Winslet carrying on like she's new on the yard. You sound fucking stupid. And I respect Kate Winslet as an actress, but she sounded like brand new on the yard. Play a little clip from Kate Winslet after she won her award for Mayor, Mayor Winnington. Uh, what was it? Mayor of... The fuck was the show, babe? Mayor. Mayor of Easton. Play a clip from that, Dust Brothers. Mom! Mom, they're standing up! Oh, oh my God, thank you so much. Okay. Right, okay, breathe. Okay. Oh, I just want to acknowledge my fellow nominees in this decade that has to be about women having each other's backs. I support you. I salute you. I'm proud of all of you. Oh. Mayor of Easttown, it seemed to, I don't know, it was this cultural moment and it brought people together and gave them something to talk about other than a global pandemic. And I want to thank everyone for watching our show. Women at HBO, I learned so much from you. My children, Mia, Joe and Bear, the greatest people in the world, and my husband, Ned, who I get to hold hands with for the rest of my life. Yes, I am the winner. <laughs> thank you so much. Sounding all gack the fuck up. Like, you, you, you new to this. Like, you're not true to this. Now, now play a clip from Michaela Cohen. Her little speech slash poem about fame, social media fame, and the classiness, the way she won her award. Not that everybody is supposed to be the same. None of them are supposed to be the same. Artists are not supposed to be the same. The checkout girl at the fucking grocery store ain't supposed to be the same. But just, just check this girl out. The uh, writer, director, star of I May Destroy You. Thank you to the members of Television Academy. Can you hear me? Okay, thank you so much. I just wrote a little something for writers, really. Um, Write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you. In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves and to, in turn, feel the need to be constantly visible. For visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us, for a while and see what comes to you in the silence. Trust me, if you have not seen that show, I am telling you, it's a fucking great, great show. Is it an easy to watch show? No, it's a little disturbing, but just emotionally uncomfortable, but it's excellent. It is so fucking good. And then another reason why people 
aren't taking these us, I'll say us, aren't taking us as actors seriously in the world is because we get up there, we talk all that shit, vaccinate this, follow the rules that, blah, 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 blah. And then although everybody was vaccinated, they have this award show, which is in some sort of like customized tent, but it's not a tent because there's a roof on top. I'm sure it was totally safe, but for the GP, for general population, it just don't look good when the rest of the world is masking up here, masking up there, masking up at work, masking up in the Uber, masking up at the fucking comedy club, masking up on the plane, masking up at the Starbucks, masking up at the Walgreens, masking up wherever the fuck we got to go. And then these motherfuckers are up there hobnobbing with no masks on. Like, I, I, and then you got Kate Winslet sounding fucking goofy out there. And then you had... um. Seth Rogen, who everybody loves, on some Harrison Ford shit, trying to blow up the spot, talking about he was told, we were told it would be outdoors, it's not outdoors, there's a roof on this, laughing and all that crazy shit. I fuck with Seth Rogen. But Seth Rogen, if, if you don't feel comfortable with it, why you go up there? If you had a problem with it, why the fuck did you show up? If you didn't feel comfortable when you got there and realized it was indoors and they lied to you, why didn't you walk the fuck off the stage? Because there ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death, scared to look. This is the same Seth Rogen who was not saying shit when Palestine and all that Israel shit was going on. He'll Jew it up when it's time to Jew it up. But when Israel's getting, you know, slaughtered out there and everybody's saying uh, anti-Semitic this and you're a Zionist this, nothing to say. But you're going up there talking, talking that tap dance kid shit at the Emmys. Play Seth Rogen, the great Seth Rogen. Is it WAP or WAP? I don't know. Um, anyway, good to be here at the Emmy Awards. Let me start by saying there is way too many of us in this little room. What are we doing? They said this was outdoors. It's not. They lied to us. We're in a hermetically sealed tent right now. I would not have come to this. Like I said, if you didn't feel comfortable... Why didn't you put your mask on when you were up there? If you didn't feel comfortable, you should have been like, I don't feel comfortable. You guys lied to us. They lied to us. Let's leave. Motherfuckers ain't about that life. Scared to death, scared to look. This Saturday, there will be blood there will be blood. Head to mybookie.ag and get in on the UFC first blood promotion. When any fighter on the main card bleeds, you win. When any fighter on the main card this Saturday bleeds, you fucking win. You understand? You see blood, you get paid. This bet is centered on the five main card bouts, including the two title fights. You know the octagon won't stay dry for long, so take advantage of this opportunity to make some easy money. It ain't blood money, 
but it kind of is blood money at mybookie.ag. Nick Diaz. He bleeds when he brushes his teeth. He bleeds when he sticks a Q-tip in his ear. He has bled in the last three of his four fights versus Robbie Lawler, who's also a leaky faucet. So both these motherfuckers are going to be bleeding at the end of this five-round fucking goon match. Blood will be spilled. Obviously, you could also bet on who's going to win. I got my guy, Nick Diaz, because he's one of the motherfucking Diaz brothers. Head to my bookie now. Use the promo code DINGO, D-I-N-G-O. That's Dingo. To start off with a double deposit bonus, the promo code is Dingo. Double your money so you could double your winnings at MyBookie. And that is not all. If you deposit, now you get a free entry into MyBookie's $50,000 NFL Survivor Pool. That's a double deposit bonus. Free money on UFC and a free shot at 50K. That is what I call winning season. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, this COVID shit is fucked up. This isn't the first time I'm reporting this. Because you guys know how I feel about my simians, my orangutans, my gorillas, my apes. At the Georgia Zoo, not one, not two, 13 gorillas. The silverback joints, the big, rare, beautiful Gorillas at the zoo got that SARS COVID-19. 13 fuck. Who's fucking with the gorillas giving them COVID-19? How does that happen? Fuck Eugene Levy. No disrespect to Eugene Levy. Fuck the Emmys. We need them motherfucking gorillas safe. We need them gorillas comfortable. Who's fucking with the gorillas? Who's getting too close, coughing in the gorillas' faces, breathing all in the gorillas' faces? Stay the fuck back from the gorillas. Speaking of gorillas, I um won my fantasy football game. Well, I was in, yeah, I got my two leagues. I got my money league. I beat the shit out of Joe Button. And then in the Stern show, unfortunately, I did not play Baba Booey, Fafa Fooey, Big Tooth Gorilla. Isn't that fucked up? When, when I think of gorillas, I think of Baba Booey. That's my segue. I mentioned those poor apes in the Atlanta Zoo, and then I think of him and his big fucking teeth. That's not good. And I bet you most people in the world, when they think of, and they talk of apes, gorillas, and bad teeth, they think of Baba fucking Booey. But I uh, was one and one. I lost in the Stern show because that fucking Jarvis Landry, he got injured. Those fucking Cleveland Browns, man. No disrespect to Cleveland, but those fucking Cleveland Browns, that fucking Baker Mayfield, man. Never know what the fuck you're going to get with those guys. But I won in my money league. Um, so I'm 2-0 and in my money league. One and one in the Stern show league. Unlike the... New York Jets, who got the shit beaten out of them at home by the Patriots. It ain't the same rooting against the Patriots. I'm going to be honest. It is just not the same. Like, I always like to see them lose, and they beat the Jets. But it's like, it's hard to root against the Patriots when they don't have a guy like Tom Brady or Julian Edelman, the rabbi, or Gronk on the field. They got, like, these new Jack. New Jack City, you know, Teddy Riley, 
you know, Ice T, Wesley Snipe, New Jack City motherfuckers out there. You know, I don't have a problem with Mac Jones. You have to earn the wrath. You don't just get the wrath. But they beat the shit out of the Jets. I know Billy the Neck wanted to bury the Jets with their fucking rookie quarterback and their home debut and all that shit. The Bills blasted the Dolphins. That Tua Takamadua, he ain't it. I watched that game. Even being in Miami, just watching it made me ashamed. 35 to nothing, you fucking lose. In Miami, in Magical City. I'm glad the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, are looking good. I'm shocked that they're 2-0, knowing that they go to sleep every single night in Las Vegas. But they are 2-0. My guy Derek Carr is back, although he got that, that little ankle shit. Some of these falls and tackles these guys take are frightening, man. I hope Carr is uh, a good for week uh, three versus uh, the Dolphins. I'm not sure. The Steelers look like shit. I'm actually playing Pittsburgh. I got a date for Pittsburgh in, um, I think it's February. I haven't been, I was in Pittsburgh once. I shot a movie in Pittsburgh, Money for Nothing. But that was like 1994. I was in there with my man Benicio, Michael Madsen, Debbie Mazar, John Cusack. Not a very good movie. Philip Hoffman was in that movie. But we were out there for like three months in Pittsburgh. We got snowed in, had a whole week of production shut down. We were like locked. It was like on some shining shit for like four or five days. Couldn't leave the hotel. I'm sure they got their technology better, their snow plows and all that shit better now. But Big Ben looking like a fucking clock more than he does a Super Bowl winning quarterback. The Broncos beat the shit out of the Jaguars. Urban Meyer, yo, my man. Urban Meyer, you might need to do Trevor with the good hair a favor and walk away now. Nobody will make a big stink about it. You're not made to be an NFL coach. You got Trevor with the good hair out there looking normal. He got good hair and normal play so far. My mother-in-law's down there in Jacksonville. She likes watching the games. She deserves better, Urban Meyer. You tried that Tim Tebow goofy shit. We haven't forgotten about that. And like I said, the Browns, they won, but it was ugly versus the Texans. Odell Beckham, you need to get the fuck back out there. I need you out there soon, my man. Soon. And they got that uh, wide receiver named Schwartz. I can't remember his first name. He's black. But until I am uh, proven different, I'm claiming him as Jewish. The uh, black kid, wide receiver on the Browns, as far as I'm concerned, He's Jewish until proven differently. Fuck that. Chargers and the Cowboys, they were that was a good game. I watched that game. That was good. They had that dope new stadium down there, which looks like crazy, which is sad. They got a brand new stadium, which they spent a gazillion dollars on. And there's still more Cowboys fans in Los Angeles than there are Los Angeles Chargers fans. That shit's fucked up. It was empty last year. They spent a kabillion dollars on the stadium, and then you go out there to play your home debut, and there's more motherfuckers in Cowboys jerseys than your own home city. That's fucked up. It was a great weekend of uh, football week two. The Bengals looked like shit. 
Joey Burrow, you had three fucking picks. Justin Fields' time in Chicago. That motherfucker is nice. The red rifle, you're done. You got the good hair. You got the freckles. You had a good run. Time to go. But it was definitely good. My man Cooper Cup was killing it. Two touchdowns. I fuck with him. I wish I had Cooper fucking Cup. I like him. I like his name. I like his game. And I like that the Seahawks blew a lead. Sorry, Ben Baller. You're from L.A. You rep L.A., but you're a Seahawks fan. Figure it out. The truck was magnificent. Derek fucking Henry. Thank goodness. Because, you know, when, when you're a goon like Derek Henry, you know, they say your career is short. But that truck was running full steam ahead this past weekend. So is Julio down by the schoolyard Jones looking like himself. And, of course, the Chiefs and the Ravens game was six on the Sunday night hammer. Lamar Jackson finally got the Mahomey off his back. But the NFL is great, man. Kyler Murray's on some Allen Iverson shit. Literally, Kyler Murray, you know, they talk about Allen Iverson. There's a few clips of Allen Iverson playing high school football. He says he was a better football player than he was college player. Literally, I imagine that if Allen Iverson played in the NFL, he'd be Kyler Murray. Like that retarded speed, undersized, fearless. I mean, that motherfucker is good. And he ain't tall. He's like 5'9", 5'10". And then last night, the Packers beat the fucking Lions from Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers. Instead of looking like the fucking dude from the Big Lebowski looking crazy. Thank goodness. So hopefully he can move on with his life. The NFL and sports betting is fantastic. The NBA is like right around the corner. And also, I want to let you guys know, I got a very, very special announcement to let you know that, uh, you know, the podcast, Fantasy Football, you know how we get down. Well, me and the Dust Brothers, Miles and Jordan, along with Ben Baller, created a sports betters paradise for plays and picks. We did it. We did it under duress. We did it during the pandemic. www.captainpicks.com www.captainpicks.com. This is the most fucking fun I have had betting football because there's a bunch of us. It's a community that we're building and we are all making this money together. And when you sign up to captainpicks.com, you know, we're always on there talking shit. We got a Discord chat server, which pops off during the game. We're all talking shit, winning in real time together. We're going to be doing the NBA, baseball playoffs and more. We are the motherfucking captains now. So come check me out, Ben Baller, the Dust Brothers. Pick up a daily top pick or weekly monthly subscription pass at captainpicks.com, captainpicks.com. We break the fucking bookies bankroll. I'm going to give it, I'm going to, matter of fact, I'm going to be giving my lock of the week on the Friday episode. All right? Talking about the games, talking about the matchups, my lock of the week on the next I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. But go to captainpicks.com now and check it out. I'm telling you, it's a great site we set up and it's popping off. It's fun and we know our shit. The Dust Brothers know their shit. Anyway, as you could hear, my voice is fucked up. So I'm going to cut this one a little bit short. I'm going to promise you to do my very, very best to get my voice back in full disruptive mode so I could scream, yell, bang on my fucking ceiling at these heel stompers upstairs 
and uh, just continue to have a disruptive, disruptive uh, podcast because my voice is definitely suffering. Anyway, we did it under duress. We disrupted under duress. So let's get out of here the way we came in here. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice, yes. Take me out of here with something real proper, okay? But most importantly, take me out of here with something really loud. And take me out of here with something real funky. It's the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Keep your throat coated, motherfuckers. I'm out. <laughs>